0: So um, my question to you all tonight is how many of you have cell phones? You can wave them if you got one. Got every, pretty much everybody in here I'm looking has a cell phone, right? Doesn't matter what kind it is, doesn't matter whether it's an Apple or a Samsung or flip phone or whatever kind, but we all seem to have cell phones, right? Now. The thing about these cell phones is um, they're pretty important to us, right? We keep them close to us. We make sure they are charged, right? If I were to ask tonight, how many of you um, have a full charge on your phone? Anybody have a full charge? Let's see how much. I have almost a full charge. Oh, Anthony, you have a full charge? Oh, you got a full charge? Okay, so there are some people who have full charges, okay? How many of you, anybody in here on low power mode? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody? All right. Is there anybody who's got maybe like half? Okay, maybe three-quarters, half-ish or so. So everybody's got a phone, and they're charged at different levels right well the thing i want to say about this phone is we have to charge these things or they're useless right because if it's dead it's dead you can't talk on it you can't do anything with this phone you got a phone but there's nothing happening with it right if you um Happen to be, let's say, getting ready to take this picture, say a family picture. You're getting ready to take it, and everybody's in place and everything, and all of a sudden, you look at your phone, and it's about to die. Or have you ever been trying to get someplace? You're using your navigation, and you're looking at your phone. It's like, okay, I, I just need to get there. Let me just have just enough to just get there. Anybody ever been in that place? yeah okay anybody um, been someplace and your phone is about to die and you're like does anybody here have a, a charge a, a charger you know I got an iPhone does anybody have an iPhone charger you don't care if it's a stranger or whoever Does anybody have a charger? right I need a charger anybody been there yeah. yes <laughs> anybody went and bought a charger because you were too far from home yep see See, okay, see, you know what? We, we got to keep these things charged. And you know what about, the thing about these phones, they are, um, like I said, they're really useless if they're not charged. But now think about us. We work on making sure these phones are charged. We do not do, we can't do nothing without our phone Harley. I mean, if you, go, if you get in the car and you drive down the street and figure out you don't have your phone, you turn around and go back. So you really, these phones are very, very important to us, but they're important to us when they're charged. Because if they're not charged, they don't mean anything. It's just a phone. But what about us? What if we're the phone? See yourself as the phone. God is saying, I need you to be charged. I I, I can't let you go down the street without being charged. I don't want you to be useless. You need to be fully charged. I don't even want you on low power mode. I've been there a few times. (laughs) God wants us to be plugged in. He wants us to be charged up. He, he doesn't want people who don't have any charge. Now, in my bag, I have props tonight. Okay, so here's my latest charge. You know, um, uh, Apple is always changing their charges. Did you guys figure that out? Because you'll get a new phone, and all of a sudden, you, you, that... Now, even now, they, they don't even give you this part. They just give you this. But if you don't have the right this to go with this, this don't mean nothing, right? Okay, so, okay, let me put that one back in. All right, so we're going to pretend like, I couldn't find one that really looked like a socket. But let's say, let's say this is, this is like a socket, but we're going to say this is God. Okay. So here's God. God is our power source, right? You got to have a power source to plug in your phone. So God is our power source. So we're going to put this in here. Okay. This little, I think it's called a box. You know, I got three boys that work for Verizon and I still don't know all the terminology. (laughs) All I know is they just say, mom, just do this. And that's what I do. Okay. So if I mess up something, y'all help me out. Okay. All right. So this is this box. This is your connectors. Okay, so it's got, we got that charge, put that in in God. But this little box still isn't enough. Right? So now we gotta plug in the cord, right? And then we can plug the cord into our phone and if this had electricity flowing through it my phone would be charging okay so let's say that okay we already said this is God so let's say this little box is the word of God so now we're going to plug in to God's word and then there is this connection there is this flow Now, how does this word get through this cord, just like how does the electricity get through this cord to the phone to charge it? So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Okay? All right? So, you know, and there's, I have a different kind of charger too. Let me show you this one. Now, this one, I can just lay my phone on it, but it still has to be connected These pieces still have to be connected. This won't work without this, and without this being plugged in someplace. So there might be all kinds of chargers, and even tonight when we're talking, there might be all different kinds of ways that you can plug into God, but tonight we're going to specifically talk about the Word. Okay, so let me get my notes. All right. And I've probably, I gave the guys in the back my nose because they were like, we need to kind of follow you with your, the scriptures. So I'm probably already off a little bit because, you know, so y'all just bear with me. So one thing I, I think we've established is God is our source, right? God is the source, just like electricity. Now turn in your Bibles to 2 Peter chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 3 through and, and 4. So I have quite a few scriptures tonight, but I'll, we'll see how, how we go. I may not read all of them. I may just reference some of them to you. Okay, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. I'm going to read it first in the King James because a lot of people are familiar with that. And then I'm going to read it in the, in the New Living Translation. So it says here, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Now, the New Translation says it this way, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need, everything we need to live a godly life. So God is our source, and he has, in him, he has given us everything that we need to live a godly life. It says, we have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. Now, those great and precious promises are his word. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. So what he's saying, this Bible, this word, in here has everything you need to live a successful godly life in here in this word in this Bible it's in here these are his precious promises this is God speaking to us this is God sharing his heart with us this is God revealing who he is to us this is God telling us what he's done for us. This is God telling us what we have. This is God opening up himself and saying, here, here, here's what you need. I have the answer to every situation that you are in. I have the answer to every problem that you have. I have the answer to every question that you have. I have the answer. And you can find it in my word. You've got to connect to my word. You've got to get in my word. Praise God. So that's what he's saying. He's got, you know, he's, he's, it's, it's in him. He's the source. He's the source. So, you know, we know that Paul prayed on a number of ca- occasions that we would um, come to understand or know about this power that God has. And that actually, not only does he have it, but you know, he's given it to us. Right? So, like in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, it says, um, Paul is praying. He says, "I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power." I'm reading New Living Translation: "The incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and raised Him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly places. So, this power, which is connected to His Word, because God is the the." Power source, right? So we know that God has the power, His divine power, and then we know He's given us precious promises, right? So Paul is saying, I need you guys to understand about this power. I need you to understand that God is a source. I need you to understand that in Him is everything you need. So He wants us to understand that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us okay and we'll talk about that a little bit more and then um in ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 it says now all glory uh, this is new living translation as well now all glory to god who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish intimately more than we can ask or think so god's able to do more than we can ask or think and he also talks about that power in Colossians. You know, a lot of times we, we um, and Pastor encourages us to read the, the prayers in uh, Ephesians. Read the prayers in Philippians. Read the prayer, Philippians chapter 1. Read the prayer in Colossians chapter 1. Read those. Say those. Pray them for yourself. Pray them for your family. Pray them. Why? Because there is something in there talking about this power source which is God but how it relates to us what it means to us how it can help us what God is saying to us about this power that is available so one of the things I wanted to uh, remind you of is that God's power and his word are dependable you can depend on God You know, um, when we have our phones or even, you know, anything electronic, if the power goes out, you can't use anything. You don't have no lights. You don't have no refrigerator. You don't have nothing, right? Okay? Well, God never goes out. All right? God never trips. (laughs) You know, a breaker trips. God never trips. God never, um, what would be something else? He doesn't... um, Short circuit, that's right. What was something else somebody said? He doesn't buffer. He doesn't buffer, that's right. He doesn't do none of that stuff. God is always full of power, right? And it, it's never ending. So the word, though, as well is dependable. So look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, and we'll look at... Uh, chapter 3 verse 1 through 5 and most of the scriptures that I'm reading tonight are the new living translation so here we go are you there okay so it says here you should know this Timothy that in the last days there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money they will be boastful and proud and scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will live, they will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will portray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love ple- pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly stay away from those people now you say minister linda what's that got to do with god's word being dependable because if you get away from the word and you live like this that's not good they it says here that they have rejected the power that could make them godly You don't want to reject God's power. You don't want to reject God's word. You want to grasp that, hold on to it, right? You want to hold on to God's word. You want to um, learn his word, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But so it says here that they are, um, he says, in the last days there's going to be difficult times we have to base our lives on the Word of God. That is the firm foundation. There there is nothing, everything in this world can be shaken, but God's Word will stand forever. Okay? So when you are building your life and you're building a foundation for your life, you want to build on something solid, right? You don't want to build it on something that's gonna sink or that's gonna blow over. You know, like, you remember the three little pigs? <laughs> they built three different houses. One built it out of, what, sticks? And the wolf, big, bad wolf came by and he huffed and puffed and he blew it down, right? One built it out of straw. I might've got those, no, I think that's the right. One One it out of straw. Same thing, the winds blew. The devil came, huffed and puffed, blew your house down. But the one that built it on the bricks, it was solid. It stood. Same wolf, same wind, same issues. But it stood. Why? Because it was built on a different foundation. It was built out of different material. So God's word is what we need to build our lives on. That's what we need to base our life on. God has the answer to every situation. Some people go to alcohol when they think, you know, I need an answer. This is my answer. That, that doesn't give you the answer. That doesn't fix it. If anything, if it doesn't immediately, at some point, it's going to make it worse. Because it's going to affect your body. It's going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect your mind. It's going to affect your job. It's going to affect health. I mean, everything. That's not the answer. Drugs are not the answer. My, you know, I, now me personally, only by the grace of God, because it wasn't because I wasn't around it, but I didn't, I didn't do any drugs when I was a teenager. But it was around me. It was there. I had the opportunity. Well, actually I had one friend who said, no. She, 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 now my friend was doing it, but she said, no, she don't do that. <laughs> so, you know, that was God, right? <laughs> that was nothing but God. But the people's lives that have been destroyed because of that, because they thought that was the answer. But, you know, maybe thinking that working a lot is the answer, gaining, getting more money, it's going to give you satisfaction, It's going to give you success. It might for a short time but that's not the answer that's not stable you know which uh how's the bible say something about that our our riches can take wings and fleeting and can go fly away market crash and so those things are not the answer Praise God. Then in Hebrews chapter 1. Well, oh, before I say, before we go there, you can go there. But you know that part where they say they will act religious but will reject the power? Have you guys ever... What did I do with my... Oh. Have y'all ever... Um, you know, somebody's acting like their phone is charged. <laughs> ain't got service. And they're talk, putting it up to their ear, you know? Acting like nothing fronting. <laughs> they may not even paid their bill, but they don't want nobody to know. So they gotta act like it. Act like it's working. It says people act religious. Act like they are doing all that they're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I love God. I'm living for God. Lying through their teeth. Act religious. They can say the right things. They can act the right way in front of you. But when they get away and they're out of your sight, they're doing something totally different. They're acting religious. That's not how we want to be. Right? Oh boy, let me hurry up. Okay, are you in Hebrews chapter 1? Okay, so the New Living Translation, verse 3 says The Son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. He sustains everything by the mighty power of His command, He sustains everything. By the mighty power of his word, he sustains everything. God spoke light into existence. God spoke things into existence, and they're still standing. The sun is still there. The moon is still there. The stars are still there. God spoke it into existence, and he sustains it. God will sustain you. He will sustain his word, his word in your life. If you will hold, take hold to his word and make that priority in your life, God can sustain you. Remember, I told you those other things don't. Right. And um, he is sustaining you. You wouldn't be living or sitting here if he wasn't right. We can't do life on our own. We can try. But, you know, I guess I'd probably say to you, how's that working for you? (laughs) Trying to do it on your own. I don't want to do life on my own. I want to be like Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not through Linda. Through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. Okay, let me give you a couple, some few reasons to read the Bible. One, the Bible shows us God's character and provides God's revelation of of himself to his people. Um, So that's one reason. It it shows us God's character. We get to know God. When you read the Bible, you get to know who he is, right? Okay. Another um, reason would be because it's profitable. 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, All scripture is inspired, New Living Translation, um, by God, and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So, It's profitable. Don't you want to know when you're missing it? Yeah? Yeah. Don't you want to know what's true? Yeah. Well, the word tells you that. Another thing it does, it changes the way we think when we read the word. Ooh. Some stinking thinking gets removed or gets exposed. So uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 would be a good one for that. Um, again the New Living Translation and so dear brothers and sisters I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you let them be a living and holy sacrifice the kind he will find acceptable this is truly the way to worship him don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you what is good and pleasing and perfect praise god so god can help us to think right his word helps us to think right you know when you um young ladies i think we got some young ladies in here some unmarried ladies you know that god's looking all fine ooh 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 Ooh, girl, did you see him? Ooh, wee, he's looking good. Did you see the muscle? Ooh, girl, we need to find out about him. Have you Googled him? Have you looked him up on Facebook or Instagram? Do you you know him? What do you know about him? And God is saying, he ain't right. (laughs) Stay away from that. But you see, you know, your thinking is you're looking at the outward. But God's looking in the heart. And, oh, yeah, he might be looking good. He might even, and don't nobody get me wrong, he might even be strutting up in church. Raising his hands. Acting like, you know, I'm all that. (laughs) <laughs> that's right anthony and god knows he's not right because when you look at the word you 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 look at the word and you compare the word and and if you are interested in someone you want to go to god you want to go to his word how does he match up against the word does he pay his tithe does he work let's see let's let's just start there does he have a job does he have a job? Because if he don't have no job, don't even come this way. Because number one, you you, you can't eat. (laughs) Right? The word says, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's what the word says. So you can't just look at this. And guys, it goes the same way with you. She come, you know, oh, I am blessed and highly favored. (laughs) You better watch. You better see what's happening with that. Prove them out. So I'm just saying. Be careful. The word has the answer. We know, and then if they tell you, now you know, Lord Jesus, okay. If you, you know if they're trying to take you out on a date, and they want to do more than have dinner, you know what the word says. Right? Get away from that. You know, do like um, Joseph did with Potiphar's wife. Flee. Leave your coat if you have to. Get away from that. You didn't drive yourself? Call a friend to come pick you up. I'm just saying, the word. You let the word be your final authority in your life. Look at the word. Measure it against the word. Praise God. So he does. He changes the way we think. Okay, I got six minutes. Let's see. Okay, so um, God has provided his word for us to live a successful life, right? Um, Of course, we're all familiar with Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. But in the New Living Translation, it says, study this book of instruction continually. Not once. Not once a month. Not when you come to church on Sunday, continually, okay? And it says, to meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Now, isn't that interesting? Meditate on it day and night so that you'll be sure to obey everything that's written in it. Well, you can't obey what's written in it if you never open it up. If you never open it up. If you never take time to read it, yeah. praise God. Okay, so um, another. Well, I've already kind of said this, but I'll, I'll, God's word is an, is our solid foundation. We really have talked about that. And so, if you were, when I was referring to the um, the houses that can be found in Matthew chapter seven, verses 24 and twenty four and through twenty seven. So I won't go there because we kind of talked about that. But in Isaiah 40, verse 8, it says this in the New Living Translation. says, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Forever. Then Psalm 1830 says, God's way is perfect. Everybody, everybody say, God's way is perfect. See, perfect. see, not your way, not my way, but God's way is perfect okay it says all the lord's promises prove true he is a shield for all who look to him for protection praise god and then one of my favorite matthew 24 35 heaven and earth will pass away but my word will never pass away it's a solid foundation And then uh, last one on that, Psalm 33, 4. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. The word of the Lord holds true. God's word is true. And then um, Hebrews chapter 4. I think Pastor Andy might even, well, I don't know. I won't say that because I only heard a little bit of his message this morning. Hebrews 4, 12 through 13. Um, The message Bible says, God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scaffold, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it no matter what. God's word is a two-edged sword. You know, I was reading in the Sparkling Gems um, chapter um, the number one, and it was talking about that two-edged sword. And one of the things that fascinated me about that, it said that, okay, so God's word, when God speaks his word, that's a sword. But then when we when we get his word in our heart and then when we speak it that's when it becomes a double-edged sword that is so cool two mouth that's right becomes a two mouth sword God's mouth and your mouth isn't that cool so when you say what God says when y'all are in agreement man the devil does not want to deal with you. Think about it. He doesn't want to deal with you. Why? Because that word is so powerful. Remember, I think it was Ron, Ryan Hart Bunky who said, God told him, my word in your mouth is just as powerful as, wait, did I say that right? My word in your mouth is just as powerful as my word in my mouth. Just as powerful. Just as powerful. So let me just give you just really quickly um, some practical ways to plug in by reading the Word of God. Read your Bible every day. Okay. Now that doesn't mean you have to read, you know, three, four chapters. It doesn't even. You may not even read a chapter. I'm telling you, if you will read. And take time to read whatever it is you're reading. You know, don't just just, you know, race through it. But actually take time and ask the Holy Spirit, can you, you know, teach me something? Teach me. Show me what this means. Open up my eyes so I can understand, so I can see. So maybe you might only read a couple of verses. But if you get understanding a revelation of that that's good that's not a bad thing okay um you can read like the proverbs there's 31 proverbs you can read a proverb every day right okay good wisdom in that the the key is consistency to do it every day okay you plug in your phone every day right sometimes more than once a day you plug it in, right? Why? Because you want it to have power. you want to have power? Read God's Word, okay? Um, start a, a Bible reading plan. You know, some, um, I have, which I, I have to admit, that one didn't work for me. I have a 365-day Bible, you know, where it tells me what I'm supposed to read, for 365 days, to get through the entire Bible, that didn't work for me too well, I didn't like that, okay, I was like, uh, that, for me, that didn't work, it might work for somebody else, okay, and I'm not saying it's not good, I'm just saying that didn't work for me, so you have to find what works for you, now, there's Bible apps, right, there's a, what's it, version. that's one of my favorite, um, like, I wanted to read the epistles, so, do you know it has something in there? It has a reading plan to read the epistles. I wanted to read Romans. It does it by books, you know, so you can take time and read it that way. And it, I put a reminder on there for myself, so it helps me to remember. You know, I'm going to read anyway, but I'm just saying I put a reminder. So you have that available to you. There's different things that you can do to encourage yourself to read the Bible. Um, Find a translation that helps you understand it better. You know, some people don't want to read King James. They're like, I don't understand a word that's saying. But maybe New Living Translation works for you. Or maybe an IV works for you. Find one that you can understand, right? Um, now, here's the thing. If you're on a plan and you miss a day, don't, don't get down on yourself. Just, just keep going, okay? Just keep on going. It's okay. Just keep going. And um, meditate on the word. Okay, so if you can take something that you're reading, take a scripture out of there. And just throughout the day, just meditate on that. And let the Holy Spirit just get that planted in you. Okay? And this is probably going to sound funny, but get a paper Bible. Okay? I mean, I know we have, and I, I do, like I just told you, I use the app, but a lot of times when I'm, even when I'm using my app, I will get my paper Bible, because I can highlight in this, you know, and um, all of that, but I, I like to make notes. Sometimes God's speaking to me, the Holy Spirit's speaking to me, so I can make a note about that, and then I can go back and look at that later, but there's something about, holding that Bible is different than holding this for me. Maybe that's not for you, but for me it is. It's like, I I don't know, there's something about that. It's like, okay, I know I can do this, but sometimes I just need to hold on to that paper Bible. And then another thing, you can, oops, I'm going to say this word, you can cheat on this because you can let it read to you. And so you're around doing the other stuff and you're lit. Now there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to have some time where you are just really concentrating on the word of God. Okay. So I I let it talk to me. Sometimes I climb up in bed and I just turn the Bible on and just listen and go to sleep. Okay. But when I'm studying, I don't want to cheat I really want to focus. I want to give God that time. I want to spend time in his word. Now, you can do it with this. You know, with your devices, you can. I'm just telling you, me. My paper Bible works really well for me. Okay. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to stay charged up. And there's other ways. There's prayer. There's praise and worship. There's many ways. I mean, we could look at that cord and we can say that the, the box that we plugged into, that this is the word of God. We can say that as we, uh, as we pray, as we worship, you know, after we read the word, that also gives us, it connects us to God's power. It's flowing. Amen. All right, bow your heads.